Welcome to the Therapist on Fire podcast, where I interview leaders in allied healthcare, entrepreneurs, and those on the path to financial independence. Welcome to the Therapist on Fire podcast. I'm so excited to be here with Jeremy Sutton. He's an expert PT and master of many, many trades, including business owner, author, and podcaster. Welcome, Jeremy, for being on my show. Hey, Emma, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. It really, no, it's my honor. I'm so excited because I think you have so many great uh, little tips to share about so many different things. And so it's sort of like, where do we start? (laughs) But let's start with the new book that you published, because I think that's so amazing. And so I'd love for you to describe what inspired you to make the book and a little bit about the process too. Sure, absolutely. So it's called The Symptom-Free Neck, um, Treating treating Yourself at Home. And basically, uh, I created this online neck course and I was hoping to be able to sell that so I could serve more patients. You know, we can we can only treat so many people with our hands in in an eight hour or 12 hour period. And so I was really trying to go along with my servant PT mentality. And how can I treat more people? How can I help more people that I can't physically uh, be in the room with? And so I created this online uh, symptom free net course. Uh, I launched it in a um, a local personal trainers uh, paid group here, and we had some people go through it, had some success, but really wasn't able to uh, get it going really, and and really tried to market it through basically all cold traffic, and um, just really it, it kind of got to be a, a very much a back burner project because I have my my clinic, I have a family with two small kids, and I do some ministry stuff, and so it's just like I just kind of had to stop and say, okay, we don't need to do that right now. But I talked to a good friend of mine who I believe was on your podcast, Mike Chua, and uh, he and I are in this uh, Smart Success PT uh, group with Greg Todd, and he had published about, I believe, four books. And so he and I talked about it on a Friday, and I said, wow, I think I can repurpose this neck pain course to a book and because this is information I give my patients every single day, and I know it works. It's, it's not uh, rocket science, It's just, but it just really helps people. And so you know, I was trying to... Uh, dictate the videos from my MacBook onto my phone and it, and it, and my MacBook doesn't speak redneck. So that wasn't working. And so I ended up on a Saturday afternoon, about six o'clock, my wife and kids left. And I said, Hey, I think I'm going to publish a book while they're gone. And I got on this uh, site, kdp.amazon.com. And it takes you through the process step-by-step. And I just started basically listening to my videos and transcribing it as I listened. And, and, I, and I recorded the videos myself. So I, as I was listening, I just, you know, kind of ad lib. And, and that's really how it started. And uh, it was really, really simple to do. Amazon's really good about walking you through everything. And so I have a paperback book and it's only 20, it's the thinnest book I've ever seen in my life. It's 24 mm-hmm. pages, but um, I was able to use my Canva skills and make the cover. And it has my logo servant PT on it. And I made the back cover and, and everything. And then it just, it just really took me about eight hours and probably two of those hours was uh, re uploading it to Amazon because I didn't know how to set the margins in, in Microsoft word. But once I got that, I mean, it was really simple. I have a book. It has my name on it as the author. I have pictures of me doing stretches and things. And it's something for $2 and 15 cents is what it costs me to print it. And I can give it to patients. And, you know, it really, in my opinion, it, it helps build authority and uh, I don't really know anybody else around that has a book. And I, like I said, it's not um, a novel. It's not groundbreaking information, but it's, it's helpful things that we treat our, teach our patients daily that can help them 
than get over their neck pain. So um, it was it was really easy. Anybody can do it, and and people should do that. You know, especially uh, people that come on your podcast, people that are your that are your audience. You know, if we really want to take ourselves to the next level as a therapist, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, those are the things we need to be doing. That's what other people are doing in, in businesses. Yeah. Um, so well, I, I love the idea of self-publishing, especially through Amazon's platform, because for those of you out there, Amazon doesn't charge you to create your book. You can publish it. They just take a little bit of the profits and it's really not even much at all. And especially if you have like a dollar or $2 book, they're taking like 10 to 20 cents. So it's really not, it's really not a lot of time, like Jeremy said, and it's not really any cost. You don't need to make a website. You don't need to have a huge marketplace because Amazon is the huge marketplace already. So actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because I have a book as well on travel physical therapy and on travel healthcare. It's the same thing. I think that self-publishing is the if you want to create authority, it's the quickest and easiest way to do it because you don't have to do anything else. You already have this amazing platform that you can utilize. So I would love for you to talk about some of the strategies that you use with the book to help network to different physicians and also with your patients. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, one of the things I did was I got uh, 25 copies. I, I was so excited to get them and to give them out, but I, I wanted to make sure they looked okay. And uh, I'm glad I only ordered 25 because I used a template on Canva. And this is kind of funny. It was kind of embarrassing, but funny. And so the words that were on the template on Canva, somehow they printed through. And that's never, I, I do everything with Canva, all my social media, and it's never happened. But obviously when I print a book, it, it works. So anyway, I had to go back and fix that. But what, I've, what I did with the first 25 copies was I gave them to uh, current patients that I had in my clinic. I gave them to former people that I had seen and I handed them out to a couple of business owners. And so what I'm planning on doing next is I have a hundred copies coming. Uh, hopefully it'll be this week, but I'm going to possibly, I haven't decided yet, but I'm probably going to give them, I have a high school and a, and a, and a, a grade school in my town. And I'm probably going to give one to every teacher in both schools uh, because who, who has neck pain? Teachers, <laughs> yeah. kids. And I used to want to be a teacher and I'm glad I wasn't because I don't, I don't think I could have the patience to do it. But that's, that's one of the things I'm going to do is, is hand them out to other businesses in my town. I'm in a very small uh, rural area in North Louisiana, but there's several businesses in town and I'm, I'm going to kind of use that to network uh, that way. Uh, I'm also going to contact the I think so far I've had five or six physicians on my podcast. And so I'm going to contact those physicians and say, Hey, I'd like to bring, you know, 10 or 20 copies to your office and, and just start leaving those places because now it's not some gimmicky, you know, stress ball or pen or, or whatever it is. It's, it's an actual book. It has my name on the front. It has my picture on the back and it's, it's information to serve people. So mm -hmm. there's no, there's no call to action in the book as far as call me and I'll sell you something. Uh, my cell phone number is in the book and my, all of my information on social media. So if you want to contact me, you can, and I'll be, and I'll be glad to talk to you further and things like that. But, you know, just really trying to go along with what my, my uh, brand is a serving people and, and just using that to network a little bit. And, and I think it's, I feel like it's going to be really successful. I've had really good, um, really good, feedback so far on the book and, and people have enjoyed it. So uh, I, I'm really excited to see how that works. And, and actually I made this book um, 
book one or volume one of a series. And it's probably I'm what I've what I'm planning to doing doing Emma is making it probably a four to five volume series. And then when I get it, I'll give that whole thing to new patients. So, you know, on the on the first day, you know, when I say, here's my letter, thank you for being my patient, here's whatever, then I hand them a, a little box of five books and say, here, you know, thanks for being my patient. You know, and, and in, in the end, that's probably going to cost me $12 a patient, you know, maybe 15 at the most. But what that does is immediately it builds trust, you know, because I don't have to do that. Um, and it, it builds authority. And so I'm, I'm really excited. I wish I would have done this years ago. And I don't know why more of us don't do this because it's a super easy way to build authority and to get your name out there. Yeah. It's the best business card you can have. Absolutely. Something that actually helps people. And when you help someone, it automatically circles back to you. Um, One suggestion that I have thinking out loud right now, and this is for anyone else, is to help rank on Amazon and also help grow your authority even more is when you have your clients or customers or patients and you give them the book and they come back and they're like, Jeremy, I love it. Be like, oh, I would love for you to review it on Amazon because the more reviews you get on Amazon, the, when they put in the search history, hello, when they put in the search history, that'll come up. Oh, that's just Jeremy's son that I was saying hello to for those on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that'll help you rank higher. So when people search neck pain, the more reviews you have, the better, um, the better that will rank. And so for those of you looking to rank higher on Amazon, that's a great tip is to try to get as many reviews as possible. And you can do that through emailing. Um, you can do that through just personally asking for people, or you can do that through, you know, talking to people, but really reviews are the best way to rank on Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. I actually had, um, my last podcast guest today, he's a local business owner here. He looked my book up. He's like, oh, you have a five-star review. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. So I'm excited. It's probably my mom, but I'm still excited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, all, it, all, it all counts, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's amazing. And But we're not yet done with Jeremy. He's got more amazing things going on. <laughs> He's got a podcast. And what I love about his podcast is one, he's all about serving people. And that is just, I applaud you for just being so gracious and so humble and so helpful. Um, But this podcast is also a great way to network with other professionals. And what I really like is you're sort of breaking the barriers between like physicians and physician assistants and, and other healthcare professionals. Can you talk about your podcast a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Love to. That's my, that's my baby. So um, yeah. So my podcast is Servant PT podcast. So I want to kind of tell you where that came from because um, it's kind of a cool story. So my, my first 30 years of my life. I'll be 37 in October. My first 30 years, I kind of lived for myself. You know, I wasn't a horrible person or anything, but like, um, and I did help people, but like, I just wasn't others minded. I'll I'll say it that way. And we actually had a guy come to uh, the church that I go to and he was the former CEO of Tyson foods. And he talked about servant leadership. And the crazy thing is I had never heard that term until that day. Um, you know, now I know that I've, I've seen it before, but I'd never heard it. And so I, I, I told my wife, I was like, Hey, that's what I want my life to be about the rest of my life. And so there was a lot of other things that happened, but that was one of the big kind of turning points. And, and so when, when we came up, when I came up with a servant PT podcast, I really, I knew I wanted to talk about serving people, but I really didn't have the concept down completely. And, and so I talked to, uh, to my mentor and he was like, Hey, why don't you, uh, interview other uh, healthcare, healthcare professionals in your area and make it about your, your whole region. And I was like, Oh, that's an amazing idea. And so that's what I did. 
Uh, I had, at first I had just some PTs that I know from across the country, just through social media and, and, and different things like, like how you and I met <laughs> and, and that was okay. But then when I really started getting into, okay, so I did a lady named Lisa Arendelle, who's a only, she only uh, is a personal trainer for women only over 30. Like she treats the busy mom over 30 or the busy lady over 30, I think is what it is. And she just launched a uh, slim wasted women's online cooking program that my wife went to the live uh, airing of it, the first one last week. And she sold all these online, all, this whole online platform. It's amazing. And so I got to connect with her and without the podcast, I would have never met her. I would have mm-hmm. never reached out to her because I reached out to her and said, Hey, uh, I see you have a, an audience of 4,000 and you kind of line up with what I'm doing. Would you like to be on the podcast? And, and it was really, that was the episode that I really fell in love with it because I could hear her voice cracking with tears because she's so passionate about what she does. And then from then on, it's just been, I've been on fire with the, with the podcast, but you know, I've gotten to, I've gotten to interview uh, orthopedic physicians assistants. I've, I've interviewed an orthopedic a physician here in town. I just interviewed a, a PA that is the lead instructor for a physician's assistant program in, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I've talked to three cash-based medical doctors in the area. There's one more on my list. I'm hoping to get he's the last one in town. And I've just been able to talk to massage therapists and and just all this stuff like people that I probably would not have even reached out to had it not been for the podcast. Because really if I would have reached out before I really wouldn't have had anything to reach out with other than, Hey, would you send me some patients? Which is what most of us have to do, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm a physical therapist. Can you please send me a patient or 20? Um, you know, here's a, here's a bagel. Can we, can we get some patients from you, please? And so now instead of me going and, and asking for something, I'm still asking, but basically I'm asking to re- promote you for an hour or 45 minutes and then blast it out to my, my following on social media, which is, you know, right around 4,000 people right now, which isn't huge by any, by most people's standards, but for me, it is in a small town in Louisiana. So it's just really knocked down a lot of barriers and Mm -hmm. allowed me to go through doors that I would not have been able to go through. I think it's a wonderful way to bond with someone. Absolutely. You know, when I, I feel the exact same way when I started a podcast, you know, I was so afraid to ask someone to talk to someone, but the podcast was sort of like this thing that I could not necessarily hide behind, but it could be something that I could start a conversation with. Yes. And, and so it's a, it's a good excuse to start a conversation and especially for a practice owner like yourself and, you know, whoever else is listening, you know, besides the awesome tip about self-publishing, you know, going on a podcast and having a podcast where you actually get to talk. Because I think when we go into offices and we try to talk about our different businesses and, you know, can you connect me with your patients and I'll connect you, it sort of is very like sterile and very like salesy. But on a podcast, it's more of like you get, you get to sit down outside of the clinic time and just like chat for a couple minutes. And I think that that's so big for someone, especially you, Jeremy, how wonderful you are to see your personality you know, and to let that shine through. So oh, I, that's a personality for sure. You know, that that's a really cool thing. And, and the cool thing is, is that I want people to understand is I did not know how to do podcasting, video editing, video creation, any kind of social media, anything a year ago. I learned all this stuff within the last year. Really, I learned it all in about six months. And now if I wanted to, and if I had time, if I wasn't trying to 
make sure that my, my brick and mortar business was hundred percent successful. I could just shut down all this other stuff that I'm doing and do all this for somebody else and make a, and have a career. Yeah. Like I could, I could do, I can do all social media marketing for somebody right now. I have enough knowledge and I've gone through some other courses in, in this, in this um, course of the last year, but like, that's another thing that as physical therapists, well, one, we know how a physical therapist thinks and hopefully we know how our, our clients think. And that's just a whole nother alternate career path that you could go down with, with podcasting and video editing. And, and it's really simple. I used Will Boyd. Uh, he wrote a, a podcasting book, a little ebook. I used that to create my podcast. And then he's such a gracious person, person. He and uh, Alex Ingar, his business partner, I was able to contact both of them on Facebook. We had never met before in person and they walked me through the last stages of it when I was having some issues on iTunes. And so it, it doesn't take somebody with a, a computer degree or, or whatever. I mean, anybody can do this. I had, mm-hmm. I had no tech knowledge knowledge until I started this. So it's I know easy. it's, it's free to have that extra knowledge too. I think to, to Absolutely. know that you have these other skills and almost as, especially as a clinic owner, um, you know, I'd love to transition into that talking about how, how, you know, I feel like it could maybe be difficult in this era to try to market yourself, to try to grow your clinic and practice. So you almost have to learn Canva, podcasting, sure. video marketing, all these other tools to, if you want to be a successful cash practice or just a business in itself, you have to know these other tools. I think it's a competitive environment right now. Yeah, absolutely. It is. You know, I bought my clinic. Uh, it had been, I actually bought a business that had been established for 20 years. If I had it to do over again, I would probably go the, you know, get a LLC route or escort route and, you know, rent a, a room somewhere and spend a probably $1,500 to start up instead of the ungodly amount that I had to spend. Uh, but eventually I'll pay that off too. So I'm going to get on your course in your course so I can learn how to pay okay. that. Off. <laughs> but, you know, there's a hospital within 25 yards of my clinic and they did not have an outpatient clinic. Well, at the time they were building a brand new hospital and they built an outpatient clinic inside of the hospital. And so, they were my number one referral source. There's four doctors and one of them accounted for 70% of my patients. And so when they opened their clinic, that stopped that referral source 100%. Well, about 97%. I get, get people that request me, but the good thing is, is it forced me to get up and do something. And, and the good thing is, is I've built really good relationships with my, with my clients, with my patients I call them my people. I have a hard time calling them my patients now, uh, but like they'll request to come see me and there's, there's orthopedic surgeons and doctors 30 miles away that where a lot of people go to. And so I get most of their patients, but um, you know, you definitely have to learn something to separate yourself and it's not in continuing education. It's not in a stem or dry needling, which I do dry needling. It's not in cupping. It's not in manipulation. There has to be something else, some reason why these people are, either coming to you because you've shown them something or they have heard about you right now. I'm getting so many people word of mouth through former patients and current patients, but also I I run, you know, a $1 or $2 video ad every day Mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do with physical therapy. It's the, the title of the video is I'm proud of you and I love you. And that's the $1 ad that I've run for the last two months. And it just ended yesterday. I'll start it back up tomorrow. But uh, the other thing is, and this is something Greg Todd, Greg Todd told me on the phone, and it is so brilliant. I want your audience to hear it. If you are the only person, even if there's 10 physical therapy clinics in town, 
chiropractor, clinic, massage, whatever, whatever, whoever you, whatever you are, donut shop owners. I don't care if you're the only person on Facebook, on social media, then you become almost like a celebrity in your town because you're the only person speaking to people. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not a celebrity by any means and I'm not trying to be, but if I'm the only person talking about physical therapy to people within a 20 mile radius of my clinic, who are you going to think about when you have, think about physical therapy? So it's, it's, it's really a genius thing to do. Um, so you have to have to have to have something to give you the edge and to make you stand out. I'm not a salesperson. I hate selling anything. It, it comes off as sleazy. You know, if, if I got on here and I was like, Hey, please buy my book, <laughs> please buy my course. I just, I feel I'll like, as soon as we hit end, I'll go crawl in my bed over here and just be like, Oh, I'm such a loser. <laughs> um, but, but you know, when you're, when you're in people's face all the time and um, you know, I think, I think the last two months I've had three different video ads running on a dollar a day. It's so cheap to do mm-hmm. Facebook and, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be cheap forever, but it is now. And you, I'm just constantly in front of people. And I have a, a person right now who I'll see Thursday. The only reason she came to me as a patient is because she saw that video, the one that said, I'm proud of you. If nobody's ever told you, I'm proud of you. I'm telling you that your audience, whoever, um, and I love you. And she said, as soon as I saw that, I knew you were my physical therapist. And this lady has cried in my business, in my office twice, you know, cause she's so thankful. And look, I'm nothing special. I'm just telling you, I'm a, I'm a decent PT, but um, like, it's just because of all these extra things mm-hmm. and going the extra mile and serving people more. We think as PTs, we serve people. We don't, so we're doing our job most of the time. You got to do some extra things to really make people feel loved and welcome. And you got to remember the human side. I think that's your yes. big strength is, is really remembering customer service. And like you said, being a servant physical therapist or occupational therapist or speech therapist. So that moves me on to tools. So you talked about Facebook, Facebook ads. Um, we talked a little bit about podcasting, Amazon with self-publishing, Canva. Um, are there any other like go-to tools or softwares or things that you do to help grow any of your many businesses? Uh, yes. So, uh, you know, I use Libsyn for my podcast. And so I know a lot of people are on this uh, kick with the other, with the free one. I can't remember. What Anchor. Anchor. And, and I'm totally fine with Anchor, but I started on Libsyn first and, and I do not want to switch anything because it's only $20 a month. So, you know, I use Libsyn. Uh, I use Canva a lot. I'm, I use Canva every single day. Uh, I do not feel bad about it. I literally use it every day. And my wife probably hates it because I'm always making something or changing. And I'm like, do you think this color looks good? She's like, no, that's hideous. So I'm changing stuff all the time. And so she's my, um, she's my social media designer. But uh, there's another one I use, and I cannot think of the name of it. And, and you may know it, Emma. It's where you can upload your audio, and it gives you a, a picture, and it shows the wavelength on it. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. It's it's in my favorite, so I'll have to send it to you in a, in a message later, so you okay. can, so you'll know. It's really it's really easy to use, and it's really another good way to repurpose the audio from your podcast. You can do, uh, I believe, you can do the whole episode, or you can do a one minute version. And so, what I end up doing is putting, like, if you were my guest, I would put your face on there, and I would put the one minute clip, and then the little audio at the bottom. And so I've been able to get people to look at that and it just kind of repurposes it and makes it look a little bit better. 
Uh, I cannot think of the name of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. I think it's like high Fiverr, but I know that's not it. <laughs> so, um, I use Fiverr. I used Fiverr to create my logo. I use Fiverr to do uh, the intro and the outro to my podcast. It was just me. And then my wife and I recorded one in our bathroom. Uh, <laughs> and it sounded so, her voice was amazing, but it was so, she was like, this is not going to sound good. And, and it didn't. So I, I finally, you know, paid somebody $10 to do an intro and outro. So Canva, Fiverr, Facebook all the time, Instagram, obviously I, I use that. And uh, Zoom, you know, to do the calls. Mm-hmm. Zoomaholic now and you know I, I use uh, gosh Camtasia is how I do my video editing and I used iMovie for a long time and then I got a really good deal on Camtasia so I ended up buying it but you know sometimes I actually will go back to iMovie and it's sometimes it's a little bit easier so mm-hmm. I use GarageBand to edit my podcast so I've, I've got all kinds of stuff and I, you know, I'm, I some, well, I saw the app that you posted earlier in a group and so I'm going to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Tonight, but uh, tomorrow and uh, you know, I'm just always looking for something to make it better. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, I want to tell you this. So I, I found out a few weeks ago and it was listening to a podcast that you can do Google alerts. And so you can type in your name, you can search your name or your business. You can type in your if you say if you have competition or whatever, you can type in their name and see if somebody mentions them. And so, like, it's a really kind of cool, but it's usually pops up and it'll be somebody else named Jeremy Sutton and it'll be like something stupid. I'm like, why, why do I have these stupid emails now? But I don't, you know, it's just kind of cool. And I guess what it was was somebody was talking about customer service and, and basically this huge company, uh, somebody said something negative about them. And so they had Google Alerts turned on. And they ended up calling them within like an hour. And so they, they averted this whole PR mm-hmm. crisis by having this alert and reaching out to them and say, Hey, we apologize. Here's your money back plus this, this, and this. Um, and that's so now I'm a small, small, small business owner, but I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Maybe, maybe I'll catch one person in five years, but it'll be something I can, I can fix, you know? So there you go. Yeah. I mean, customer service is key. So, and I mean, the, the Google alerts is free, so it doesn't hurt. You set it up once. I think I have it too. And yeah, I, I never pop up, but one day maybe we will. Um, one of my podcasts did pop up, but every other time it's been something ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is one thing that if you could go back, you would change? And this can be for your podcast. It can be for, for anything that you do, but what is looking back on this whole process? What is one thing that you would change? Oh man, that's, it's, it's obvious. It's kind of hard to talk about, but I, I will talk about it. So we bought the business. I told you that. And really there's a, there's a lot of overhead involved with buying somebody else's business because I have a building that was, it was the the building the business was in. And I have all this stuff that you kind of inherit a lot of things from the other business. Mm -hmm. And really I wish I would have done a little bit more um, kind of assessing where I was and where that was. And I I would have done a lot of things differently on that area, but, and then if I had it and I'm, and I, I look, so I'm a, I'm a very, um, I'm a Christian. I believe everything happens for a reason. I believe there's a reason why I'm there. I know I feel like in my heart that's I'm supposed to be in in that town, but um, I think I could have done it a little bit differently and been in a much better position to serve people more had I not had, you know, this overhead and and this other issue. And so if I had it to do all over again, I was starting out and I've given this advice on another podcast was, you know, take, 
between five hundred and five thousand dollars to start your business. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need to go buy this extravagant building. You know, you're the 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 truth is is if even if you buy somebody's business, if it was a solo practitioner, they were the business. So now you're kind of starting from scratch, and you are the business and you are the brand. So if if I had to do over again, I, w- I would do that and just and probably rent a room from somebody. Even if I even if I was still in that town and I love the town I'm in. And if anybody hears this, I absolutely love the town I'm in and I do not want to change that, but just, just a little bit to make a little bit wiser decisions on that end. And uh, my wife and I've actually thought about kind of starting a mentoring type uh, business to help young PTs and whatever else buy, purchase businesses and not be able and be able to know what questions to ask because mm-hmm. you know, that's the problem. We didn't know what to ask. Yeah. We asked a ton of questions. We just didn't ask the right questions because we didn't know what to ask. <laughs> So, but it's, it's been great and we're, 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 we're doing fine. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I would change if I could change one thing. Yeah. That's okay. I can, I would love to change many, many things. <laughs> well, there's more, but that's the main. <laughs> now let's end this podcast on a really positive note. What is one of the best experiences that you've had throughout this whole process? Oh man, there's so many, there's, there's so many. You know, just getting to know the people in the town in Vivian, Louisiana is where my clinic is. It's just a small town. It's it's actually a place that I'd never heard of until about seven or eight years ago. Um, and I always wanted to treat people that I grew up with. But I found out and you may have found this out as well. Those people will always see you as the kids you were. Mm-hmm. Most of them do. And it, it and so I did. I treated in places that I grew up in when I first got out of school. I treated a lot of people I went to school with their kids. And it just, it just, I just didn't feel good about it. And, and it was hard to communicate. And so I've loved getting to know in the town of Vivian. I, I didn't know anybody when I got there. And now I think the first year or two I saw averaged about 300 new patients. And so, you know, I met 600 new people in the first two years. And I, I just about know the entire town now. And just to see the relationships that I've built with those people, um, it's just really been phenomenal. You know, my, they've accepted my family. I take my kids to work sometimes. Uh, you saw my son, my little girl's just as cute. And I'm not biased, but they've accepted my wife. She goes up there and works from time to time and helps out. And just to know that we've really been accepted as part of that community, even though we don't live there, uh, that's that's really been the best to me because – I get so attached to people and and I really do. And that's why I can, I'll never be able to treat children because I get so attached to the people that come into my circle. And it's really, I really want them to feel like family forever. And I kind of used to have this line and I still say it sometimes. I'm like, Hey, I'm your therapist until you die. Basically, you know, just if you need any, anything, reach out to me because that's what I want to be for you. But I think that's been the most rewarding is just seeing how, we have been accepted uh, as part of the community and how people have really just loved on us and, and done just some really awesome things for us. You know, we, this summer we got fresh tomatoes from all the gardens and then just the, you know, I I went to a a local restaurant a couple of Fridays ago. Uh, There was a table of about seven women that I had treated 
and got to, you know, I'm, I've, I had a lunch date with him last Friday, but the hairdresser was on, out of town on Friday. So none of them came to town. <laughs> and so, um, you know, hopefully this Friday, our, we'll have, I'll have my date with seven, seven women and, uh, my wife probably won't get too mad, but, um, you know, th- just that, just the relationships that I feel life, life is about relationships. And if you don't have good ones, then in my opinion, you're not going to have a good life. And so that's, that's what I've enjoyed the most. Wonderful. That's a good story and a good way to end this podcast. Very, very wonderful. Jeremy, one last thing though, before I go, where can people find out more about you? Why don't you share some of the links to your different social media profiles and so forth? Sure. Absolutely. So uh, anything servant PT, so facebook.com slash servant PT, Instagram is servant underscore PT. My website hopefully will be fixed in the next month. It's uh, servantpt.com. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the best, best way. If you, if you're not, if you can't find me, you're not trying, but Facebook is probably the best way. And I respond to Facebook messages almost instantly with a voice message usually. So that would be the the best place to get in touch with me. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast and uh, keep it up. And everyone go check out Jeremy's amazing book on neck pain. I'll have the links below as well as his amazing podcast. Even if it's for anyone. It's for therapists and for clients. So if you have a client or a patient that you think would benefit from his podcast, then definitely send him that way too. Thank you again, Jeremy. And I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Awesome. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapist on Fire podcast. You can find the show notes, corresponding videos, special offers, and more at debtfreept.com slash podcast or on our Therapist on Fire Facebook page. This podcast is all about igniting the passion within you and helping you become a financially free, location-independent therapist entrepreneur. So don't forget to subscribe to hear more amazing episodes and leave a review on iTunes so that more people can become therapists on fire and change the world.